Hello and welcome to Tournament in a Tea Break. I'm Ross Sattar. And George Belshaw. And we're at the end of day three. And just when we thought it was going to be our earliest finish, it looks like we're actually still going to be fairly late. But anyway, what a day it's been. Uh, of course, the biggest news is that Roger Federer is the first man into the semi-finals. Uh, pretty good match we saw just now with, uh, with Alexander Zverev. Yeah, very enjoyable. Um, they both said they thought they were playing very well. I thought there were quite a lot of errors in the match, unforced errors. Um, but it was a high, it was definitely the best match we've seen so yeah, far, absolutely. I would say, um, quality-wise. Um, Zverev pushed him very, very hard. Um, I just, there were a couple of chances, like Zverev had three break points at the start of the first set. That was quite a big turning point, if you can have a turning point in the, <laughs> in the first game of the match. Um, you know, he then was broken very quickly in that third set, just seemed to lose concentration again. Yeah. But he, he fought back so well in that second set, and again, he's kind of shown the tennis world why he's the most complete package of the youngsters right now. Absolutely. I mean, you know, I think when he came out and had, you know, it was three break points up, uh, you know, it, it, it was very obvious that he'd come to play. Um, and, you know, I, I found the first few games quite tense. They were, you know, they were quite just kind of feeling each other out I guess and then um, and I did say to you up in the up in the sort of seats you know if Roger gets his nose in front he'll he'll run away but yeah in the, in the, one of the things that we that everybody noticed and we all brought up in the press conference was that he was quite sort of grumpy and muttery in the in the second set he was he was sort of um, sort of agitated almost like that kind of anxiety you know, anxiety that we saw initially when he was against socks sort or of ramped up a little bit um, but then there was an interesting element where, you know, with his double break cushion, um, he was like, kind of, <laughs> why am I giving myself a hard time? Um, but I still think there's, I don't know what it is, I still think there's moments of pause that he has in matches at this stage in his career that frustrates him that he can't do what he used to do back in the day. Um, and you know we've seen it sometimes in the women's game that like, young players coming up are fearless, and I think that's that's the sensation I get when I watch Zverev is he's fearless, and it's always on his racket to lose. You know, in that final set against uh, Chilic, he was a, a you know a breakdown, and honest to God, it looked like it was just going to be a steamroller. Um, this time around, it definitely looked like it. As, as soon as as soon as Zverev got his nose in front, I, I just felt that he broke his shoulders a little bit. Um, but he was more chipper impressed this time around than he was after the Chilich win. Go figure. <laughs> yeah, um, and it's interesting you point out the kind of Federer moods. I described him as frustrated Federer in my headline. <laughs> he just seemed to constantly be kind of going at himself. And he said in press afterwards that he felt he'd played the most defensive match of the entire season. And that, that's true from what I've mm. seen. I mean, most of the matches Federer has really come out he's kept everything very very short and today we kind of saw why I think Zverev I saw one stat I can't remember the exact figures but shots that were over nine rallies Zverev was winning yeah. the majority of those and you know Federer was trying this quite defensive backhand mm. slice to frustrate the Zverev ground strokes which you know are pretty fearsome and Zverev should take a lot of kind of credit on his own game that someone like Federer is adjusting his game to deal with him at this stage, yeah. even as a 20-year-old. I mean, that was very noticeable, certainly towards the end of the, the first set, when Zverev was starting to get more of his eye in, you could see he was pinning Federer right back. And, of course, we know from um, from olden times, you know, when that chap Djokovic was playing, that if they were going... Um, if they were going like going at it from the from the baseline, eventually you knew that um, that Federer would just 
wear himself down. So, yeah, I, th I think, I, I just wonder whether there was just an element of, God damn it, I can't believe I'm doing this again with this kind of player. Yeah. And it, it, Djokovic <laughs> is a great person to pick out there because if there's someone who got under Federer's skin when they yeah. played, it was Novak Djokovic. And it was exactly that. It was this idea that Federer's most offensive shots couldn't get yeah. past this elastic -y man who can just spring <laughs> from s s court to oh, court God and causing problems. Um, let's hope he comes back next season because we could have, you know, Zverev starting to look now like the real deal, I think. I mean, Absolutely. he's going to join this big four next season if he improves at five set tennis. Sasha, get in the gym, work longer matches, you'll be all right. But Get a know, burger down here, <laughs> fill out a little bit. Um, actually, so let's let's cast our eyes to the beginning of the day. Yep. Chimich and Sok actually w was a surprisingly good match. I think yeah. we, we I think we were teasing a little bit by our kind of, yeah, that's a perfect excuse for a, a, a lion. But actually, it was a pretty good quality match. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I mean, Jack Sock's here to play. I, Absolutely. I am happy to admit I underestimated him. I, I looked at his Paris run and I thought, maybe you've kind of punched a little bit above your weight and the rest of the season form since like March or whatever hasn't been that impressive but he's got a lot about him Jack Sock and what I like which we're talking about Zverev being fearless Sock's been fearless mm. you know and this is the great thing about this year that all the debutants have won a match which compared to last year was yeah. the complete opposite really you know the, these guys have come out they kind of believe it is a weakened field you know people like Djokovic and Murray aren't there to just grind people down you you are being able to kind of express yourselves and all the matches I think have been very close yeah. and it's, it's been a good level of quality. I, I said the other day I thought the top 10, 15, they're all fairly equal aside from the very, very top guys and I think that's showing here. Realistically, we've probably got players who would be ranked 8 mm. to 13 perhaps if yeah, the if main around. guys were fit and it's kind of showing that it's really, really tight. And, I, I'm really enjoying those kind of engaging matches, even if they're not going to get the great media shower and, they deserve. And also, I think, do, do you remember like a couple of years ago where it was just so one-sided the matches, and they were just terrible. You really felt for you really felt for the crowd that you know it was like one and zero oh or two, and you know, yeah. I mean, if anybody got to three, we'd be having a party. Um, whereas now, I think people are actually getting their money's worth. Yeah. Even if it's killing us and keeping us very late. Well, every there single is night. that, and you know, <laughs> I, 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 tomorrow as I, well. yeah, I, I think we haven't actually came come up with any howlers today, so we've done quite well so far. Um, so yeah, let's look at tomorrow. Um, obviously, we start off with Dimitrov and Goffin. Now, that's actually an interesting one to start tomorrow because um, you know, is that is that I would put that as the popcorn match because that could go long as well. Yeah, I feel t tomorrow is somehow going to be even longer. Than these first three days, I don't, I don't see no. there being a short set of points in the match. Never mind no. sets. I think like every single point can be fought for. I mean, Federer was kind of saying that th this court speed will bring everyone really close together, and so far it's kind of proven true. I'm not sure if it's just because of the court speed, but it, it seems all everyone can win every point at the minute, aside from the big aces that kind yeah. of skim off the court. And, that, and that's really good from a spectator's point of view, but we are expecting some drudging matches. Um, I would expect Dimitrov to win uh, that agreed. first one. Agreed. I think, well, the focus was obviously on Rafa in that Goffin match. Goffin does seem to have a slight problem to me as well. Yeah. I'm not sure how major it is, and he'll probably get over it. But with the Davis Cup kind of on the horizon well, as well, this is say. another thing in the back of his mind. 
it's difficult to prioritise at this stage. I, mean, I, I feel like he might prioritise that. He's yeah. got a better chance of winning that. I mean, I've, I, 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 I'm the purveyor of many a knee injury in my time, and I've, I've watched him sort of clutch the back of that knee, and you know, I know, I know that kind of tugging feeling. And also, you know, he's, they've got a great chance of, of, of getting that title. So it'll be interesting to see. I, mean, I think that I think it will be a good match. I don't think that. No, it won't blow know, him away. No. Um, and then, of course, we have team and Karina uh, Busta. Yeah, yes. I mean, I, I said to you earlier that uh, these are two players who are decidedly out of form, really. I mean, Karina Busta, it's almost a miracle he didn't qualify for this, for the position he was in. I mean, he really only needed, yeah. in hindsight, two, two wins well, in very early rounds to and, kind of get... And the interesting thing is, I mean, both of them have had an absolute disaster since the, um, since the US Open. I think, actually, team just won one more at Paris, maybe. I think they both they had teams won two. Well, he right. had he had he had neither of them had back to back wins, and I think um, I think Busta had the same in Vienna, and then I think team just went one round further in Paris, I think, and then bombed out. So it's not a great yardstick to measure him by in terms of a win, and let's face it, a loss to Karina Busta would would be you know a shocker for him, really. Yeah, it really would. Uh, I actually. Really I don't actually mean any disrespect no, to no, no, PCB. No. To be to be no. fair. I, I mean, I actually once Nadal pulled out, I really fancied Team to join Dimitrovin coming out of this group. Yeah. Um, I feel like he'll beat Karina Buster, and I feel if Dimitrov does beat Goffin, and Team's just got Goffin lined up there with the Davis Cup on the horizon, I think Team will have the edge there with a bit of renewed confidence. Yeah. Um, Karina Buster's got a bit of a stretch to qualify. I feel I think he needs to win both matches and Goffin win both matches. I think so. Yeah, well. he's well, he's definitely got to win his, both of his, and he's definitely dependent on other results. Yeah. I mean, it's not inconceivable, but I think a combination of him being here um, by the skin of his teeth, and even then as as an alternate, um, you know, team does know what it takes to to go through these rounds, and he was going to be desperate for a win. I mean, he did, you know, claw things back quite well, you know, all, all things considered. So, you know, but uh, yeah, I think I think confidence-wise, if he loses to PCB tomorrow, uh, that would be pretty awful. Yeah. So you normally ask the questions, but I'm going to ask you one <gasps> to kind of mix it up. And oh, the go on. on their toes. Um, from what you've seen so far, who are your predicted semi-final lineups and then your predicted final now this is interesting because one of the questions that I was going to ask you is we could well see um, another Federer and Zverev match um, I think in well I can never get these groups right and I'm so tired <laughs> so that's the one um, I think I think it's going to be Federer and, and Zverev going through and in the other one I would say Dimitrov and team. So Dimitrov to face Zverev and team to face Federer. Yeah. Which is why I think we're going to end up with a Federer and Zverev final. And I watched that today. In fact, I actually wrote on my on my thing, and I don't know whether you realise that we're getting lots of comments from behind us about our bright laptops ruining their viewing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> to which I was, I was going to turn around and say, well, you are sitting in the media seat, so, you know... <laughs> Toddle on, jog on, but um, but one of the one of the people that sat behind me was watching me as I was typing on my little sort of green 
screen thing and I, I sort of said, you know, you know, to all intents and purposes, this could be the de facto final. And then I deleted it. And I heard her say, well, why she deleted it? And I heard her partner say, because they could actually play it again. Um, so yeah, so that's my prediction. What's yours? Yeah, I, I kind of said at the start of the tournament, if Nadal wasn't fit enough, I thought Zverev and Dimitrov were the two I'd fancy to get to the mm-hmm. final against Federer. Um, now? I, on the spot. Th- I do still think Zverev's making a lot of errors. I think, you know, Dimitrov wasn't necessarily blowing the world against him, but he would have a chance against Zverev. That would be a, a close match. I don't think it's one-sided. Zverev tonight, if he plays like that against everyone else, I think will beat everyone else in this field. But you never know, even Jack Sock, the confident man himself, <laughs> a surprise. That would be a shock. But right. It's close everywhere, I think. It's okay. exciting. Well, but yeah, it's when, very I, when, I, when I get home, I will make a note of our predictions so that we can giggle ourselves stupid <laughs> when we actually look at um, when we actually end up with a PCB sock final <laughs> or something. Okay, thank you. <laughs> you have been listening to an incredibly weary, almost delirious George Belshaw and Ros Satter for tournament and tea break uh, as part of Britwatch Sports. Thank you for listening.